listener. Hi, and welcome to Broadsheet Melbourne Around Town. I'm Katja Vuktul, Broadsheet's Editorial Director and the host of this 10-minute guide to Melbourne. Shane D'Elia is one of Melbourne's most prominent restaurateurs and he's just made some big changes to one of his Northside venues. We'll be chatting to Broadsheet writer Sasha Murray about the new Maha North in just a second. But first, I'm really excited to chat to our next guest. Harvard Wang is a longtime Broadsheet contributor and he's here with us today to talk about his latest story. It was a first look at Matsu, which is a four-seat Kaiseki restaurant in Footscray. Welcome, Harvard. Oh, thanks for having me. So... What is it all about? It's like on the main street of Footscray. It's very unassuming. But then you walk through, you go upstairs and that's where they have the Noren. And then you walk through it and that's it. There's just one counter, four seats. And then uh, Chef Han is just waiting for you there. So he's Korean and he spent 10 years in Kenzan, which is another long-standing establishment in Melbourne. Yeah, it's a great Japanese restaurant. Yeah, yeah. He started as a kitchen hand. He couldn't understand a word of Japanese. So he said he could understand everything kitchen-related now in terms of Japanese. Right. Uh, so he honed his craft at Kenzan over a decade. Yeah, and he just told me he spent just five years alone in the tempura section, which is deep-frying food. Yeah. And, yeah. So wanted to open his own restaurant. Uh, yes, so his business and life partner, Ellie, she chose all the materials, she did the design of the logo, and the <laughs> hardware side is all Ellie, and then... The cooking side, it's all um, hard. So for those who don't know what Kaiseki is, yeah. can you tell us? It's kind of similar to Adiga Station. Right. So it has a multiple course and it can go as short as eight dishes or as elaborate as like 20 dishes. Okay. And in a way, the Kaiseki is him determining what he thinks is best or freshest. Or- yes. Kaiseki itself already means quite seasonal and fluid. Right. What are some of the dishes that you had when Ooh, you were there? It's, I think it was a nine course meal. My favorite dish would probably be the last dish. It's a rice dish that comes with, um, it's got mentaiko on it. It's kind of like a spicy cod roll and Korean crispy seaweed. My wife is from Fukuoka and it's the south of Japan, which is close to Korea. And it's a, it's a very Korean and Southern Japanese thing. So I think that dish reflects who he is. It's right. a mixture of the pickle, the rice, the soup, and it's all cooked in the crayfish broth, which tied everything together. <laughs> yeah. which I, it's who he is. It's to, it's the end of the meal. It's something that's from Korea. When I asked the chef himself, what's his favorite dish? He mentioned the clear broth with scallop and fish meatball. But what was interesting was, this is again a story that he gave. So when he served the bowl, he scattered a few drops of water on top of the bowl cover. And, and so he, he does little things like this to right. make you be intrigued. Little bits and of theatre. Yeah, I won't tell you why because you have to go and find out yourself. <laughs> but he'll, he'll bring you stories from traditional Japanese food and why certain things are like that. And there is uh, sushi and sashimi throughout the meal as yes, well? Yes, yes, yes. There's a sashimi. He brought a crayfish and a box of sashimi to show the customers. Like, this is what he's going to serve you tonight. So he sliced the sashimi in front of you. And I think we had four pieces of sushi. You know how when you go to a sushi restaurant, like, like I say, a normal sushi meal in Melbourne, you've got like 12 courses and all of us have our own favorite. Yes. Like we're just waiting for that tuna belly. So he just goes straight into the <laughs> tuna belly. He goes straight into the squid, which is like he tenderized really with the sharp knife. He cut really thinly and finely. And then uh, there's a duck fish, which is a white fish. 
and he goes straight to the tuna belly and goes straight to a blowtorch wagyu. It's kind of for me. It's kind of like just the best hit, and we just you know forget the foreplay and <laughs> <laughs> he's gone <laughs> straight to the yeah highlights. yeah. So so he's got that. If you like sushi, there's sushi and there's sashimi. There's a crayfish tempura. And why only four seats? Firstly, they say, well, that's the only that's the only amount of seats they could fit in the small space. But they also say it's a the number that they feel they're comfortable enough to provide a good service for the customers. Now, I went online last night to try and make a booking. Yeah. They're booked out. I was very sad. They're releasing reservations every, you know, every month or every yeah, six weeks. Um, like the first day of the month, uh, they will release up to six weeks worth of seats. And at the moment, they're doing Thursday to Sunday, uh, two seatings. Well, thanks so much for coming in, Harvard. It oh, sounds like a pretty welcome. special opening for Melbourne. Thank you. Now to Smith Street in Collingwood, where restaurateur and chef Shane Delia's newish wine bar, Maha North, is now open. Sasha Mare wrote the opening story for Broadsheet. Sasha, this isn't a totally new bar, but in many ways, it is. So, yeah, this space actually used to be Maha Bar, um, Shane's relaxed Collingwood wine bar. Shane decided to close Maha Bar late last year to focus on his other bar, Jada, but also just because he felt like Mahabar was losing a bit of passion and he really wanted to bring that back. So he's decided to reopen it as Maha North. So that's actually a counterpart to his Southside wine bar, Maha East. For those who have followed Shane for a long time or are uh, Collingwood locals or just know the area well, prior to it being Mahabar, of course, this was the home for Biggie Smalls, which was a really popular kebab shop that Shane had for a number of years. So COVID hits, Maha Bar opened, I think, just before that. So that probably had a little bit to do with reduction in passion, as you said. Yeah. So Maha Bar opened December 2019 and was super popular when it first opened. And then, yeah, of course, COVID hit. And what Shane said to me was that it never really had a chance to fly in the way that a restaurant would naturally evolve. So I think they just wanted to do something that felt more natural to them. And that was having the chefs cook food they really love. And going back to the roots of Maha, which is really interesting spins on Middle Eastern mains, you know, bringing out the best flavours and really simple dishes in a way that only Shane could. It's not Shane in the kitchen though. So tell us a little bit about the chef. So Shane developed the menu with the new head chef, Nico. Uh, Nico was the head chef at Maha Bar. So, and he's actually been working with Maha for four or five years. Um, and he was recently named as one of the 30 under 30 chefs um, by Melbourne Food and Wine Festival. So he's got a bit of an impressive resume. Yeah. So he's a young talent. Young talent. Let's talk about the refurbishment. Before Maha Bar was a little bit brighter, yeah. uh, what does it look like now? So yeah, the bright cooktop tables and um, yeah, the really bright lighting has been replaced now and it's a lot slicker, a lot moodier. And now it's got marble benches, brass-edged mirrors, moody lighting, and now there's a really coveted window seat. So the front window seat used to be closed, but Shane's really keen to open it up to the theatrics. So part of Maha North is that he wants not to pull away from Smith Street, but to really delve into all the chaos that it can be. Um, so there's now a beautiful stone ledge which allows diners to look out as they eat. So that'll be the spot to book. So let's talk about the menu then. Yeah. I'd love to hear about some of the dishes. I'm sure the photos, you know, the story on our website, those food looks so good. It'll feel really familiar to anyone who's been to a Maha restaurant before and that's what Shane and Nico really want it to be. Um, it's pretty much an all-new menu with a few Maha classics. So you can get the really lovely, warm Iraqi flatbread. And there's a few Maha East dishes that have a North spin on them. So that's the king prawns wrapped in this really light katafi dough, um, as well as the zucchini flowers that are stuffed with 
lots of anchovy and almond tartar. Yeah. But in terms of new dishes, there's plenty to enjoy. There's the crispy borak buns um, that are filled with fesenjun, which is sort of a classic Persian stew. Lots more snacks. There's bite-sized tarts that have these really delicious olive oil and za'atar poached tomatoes in them on top of whipped ricotta. And there's also pickled octopus and sweet mahamara, which is a roasted capsicum dip, which I've heard being compared to like a Lebanese ketchup. So really delicious. And again, sort of going back to those Middle Eastern classics, um, but with a completely new spin on them. Now, something that they've added to the Maha North offering is that you can BYO. So tell us about that. Yeah, so it's been available on a weeknight at Maha East before, but this is the first time a Maha is offering a Sunday BYO. So you can bring your friends and have a boozy lunch. And what's going on in drinks? I'm assuming there's cocktails, but of course it's a wine bar, so a really nice wine list. So like all of the other Mahas, they have a really impressive mix of new and old world wines, but at Maha North, they're making sure to look in their backyard first. So there's a big focus on local producers. And the cocktail list has had a bit of a touch up. So you'll be able to get all the Maha classics, The pomegranate sour at Maha is just what they're known for. They've had it for 15 years. So they've kept that on. But they brought a new bartender on who's come from 1806 and had some experience at Supernormal. And he's a Fitzroy local. So he's going to be bringing some new North exclusives to the cocktail list. Good. Well, it sounds like a really great place for a weeknight or a weekend, obviously a Sunday. But thanks for coming in and telling us about it, Sasha. No problem. That's it for today. You can stay completely up to date at any moment of any day at broadsheet.com.au or on Instagram at broadsheet underscore mel. I'll be back again on Monday. Same time, same place. Chat then. A listener production.